When the Game Stands Tall is a recently released movie that stars Jim Caviezel. I'm sure some of you have seen it already. Caviezel's the man who played Jesus in The Passion of the Christ. He's also one of the stars of the current TV series, Person of Interest. I'm sure many of you have seen that one. Well, in this particular film, which is based on a true story, Jim Caviezel plays a high school football coach and theology teacher named Bob Latasseur. From 1979 until 2012, Bob Latasseur coached at De La Salle, which is a Catholic high school out in Concord, California. And consistently, year after year, his teams ranked among the best, not only in the state of California, which would be enough of an accomplishment in such a big state, but they were one of the best consistently in the entire country, year in and year out. And not surprisingly, several future NFL players got their start under coach Latticeur, among them Amani Toomer. I know we have New York Giants fans here today. He played for the Giants. Another man who played for him was Aaron Taylor, who played for my team, the Green Bay Packers. We won't talk about them today. A bad week for Packer fans. But Bob Latticeur's most impressive football accomplishment occurred from 1992 to 2004, when he coached his teams to an incredible, unbelievable, absolutely astounding 151 straight victories. By far the longest winning streak for any football team, high school, college, or pro, in history. Now, ironically, the movie begins as the streak is about to come to an end. Latticeur is leading his team from the locker room onto the field for the California State Championship game, which would be end up being the last of his 151 victories. And as he's walking along, a reporter comes up to him with a microphone, and he's going to try to do an interview. And he starts the interview, and as they're walking along, at one point he says, So, Coach, how long do you think you can keep the streak alive? That's what the reporter was interested in. That's really what most people at the time were interested in. Latticeur answers by saying, without any hesitation whatsoever, the streak was never our goal. The streak was never our goal. And that's what's so interesting about this movie. It's very evident from the start that Bob Latticeur's focus was never primarily on winning, although he obviously enjoyed winning. Who doesn't enjoy winning? His primary focus was on teaching his players the truth, in particular the truth that St. Paul speaks of in today's second reading from Romans 13 when he says, Owe nothing to anyone except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not kill, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other commandment there may be, are summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no evil to the neighbor, hence love is the fulfillment of the law. And this is why when Jim Caviezel was asked in a recent television interview, what made, made Bob Latticeur's football program so special at De La Salle? Caviezel answered that question with one word, 
love. And here Caviezel was talking about real love, not the flimsy, superficial, emotional version of love that's so popular in our culture at the present time, but the real deal. And it becomes clear in the movie that this is why Latticeur never went on to coach at a higher level, never went on to be a great college or pro coach, although he got offers, offers from Stanford and other places. But he refused them because he believed he could have the greatest influence on young men of high school age. He believed that he could teach them to love one another with the selfless, patient, forgiving, self-sacrificial love of Christ. He believed he could do that with them more effectively than he could teach young men those lessons in college or in professional football. So he sacrificed the big bucks in order to teach teenagers how to love and how to live. He did that in his theology class, he did it on the football field, and he did it by his own personal example of self-sacrifice. All of which makes for a really good story. A really good story which also happens to be true. Needless to say, I highly recommend this movie, which is playing, by the way, at Regal Cinemas. A couple of showings a day, I checked it out before I came over for Mass. And a lot of other people recommend it as well, including Basketball Hall of Famer Jerry West, who said this in a recent interview that he gave. He said, I would recommend this movie to all parents who have kids participating in sports, regardless of what level. Which includes just about every parent I know, right? There are very few young people today who do not participate in some sports. I don't think it's a coincidence that this text about love from Romans 13 is paired up with this gospel reading from Matthew chapter 18, because this gospel passage is also about real love. Although, interestingly enough, the word love is not found anywhere in the reading. The gospel is specifically about dealing with interpersonal conflict, something that the De La Salle players had to learn to do especially after they lost a few games. Nothing like losing to create a little conflict on a sports team. But you see, my brothers and sisters, that's to be expected because in this imperfect world of ours, love and conflict are not mutually exclusive realities. In fact, we sometimes have our deepest conflicts, do we not, with the people that we love the most. As the old saying goes, you always hurt the one you love. Jesus says here, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. Now that statement of Jesus, believe it or not, is really challenging us on our love, our love of neighbor. The Lord's actually saying to us here, when you have a conflict with a brother or sister, a conflict that's rooted in their sin, do you love that person enough to go directly to him or her to try to work things out, to try to be reconciled. Many people do not love in that way, as we all know. They have a problem with their boss, for example. They get mistreated by him, and they talk to everybody else about it, except their boss. They have a problem with their pastor. Not that anyone would have a problem with the pastor ever, but just hypothetically speaking. They have a problem with their pastor, and they talk to everybody else about the problem except their pastor. 
They have a problem with a relative and they talk about it with all their relatives except the one relative they have the problem with. We've all been there, right? Jesus goes on to say, if you do go to your brother and he does not listen, take one or two others along with you. If he refuses to listen to them, tell the church. That's another statement which challenges our love. Jesus is saying to us here, if you have a conflict with another person that's rooted in their sin, and you try to work it out with them directly, but you get nowhere, nothing positive happens, do you love them enough to persevere? To persevere in your efforts at reconciliation by getting appropriate help from other people? Or do you throw in the towel and give up? As Catholic Christians, we're never supposed to give up. We're never supposed to close the door entirely on a relationship, unless, of course, the relationship is rooted in sin. If it's a sinful relationship, we shouldn't have it in the first place. So yes, we may have to step back from the relationship for a time and avoid the other person's company because all our attempts at reconciliation have been rejected. That may be the case, which, by the way, is what Jesus means here when he says that after all these other overtures fail, we should treat the person like a Gentile or a tax collector. That means avoiding them for a time. But at the same time, we need to still pray. And we need to hope for a positive change. And we need to be open to any future opportunities the Lord may give us at reconciliation. That's real love. That's the kind of real, Christ-centered love that Bob Lattasur tried to teach to his football players at De La Salle High School for more than 30 years. And you know what? If you listen to what some of his former players say about him and about the positive impact that this guy had on their lives, it seems that to a great extent, the man succeeded. He achieved his goal. Of course, the big challenge for all of us, for those former players of Lattisers and for you and for me, our challenge is to infuse this kind of love into our lives every day, in every relationship. Now, if you're like me, and like the rest of the human race, you sometimes succeed and you sometimes fail. But that's why we're here at Mass, is it not? Or at least it's it should be the reason we're here. We're not here because we love other people perfectly. Hopefully we're here because we want to love other people more perfectly in the future than we have in the past. Lord Jesus, we ask you to help us to do that tonight by the power of your grace so that we and so that all those we are called to love will win. Not 151 straight football games, but rather the one and only prize that really matters, eternal life, with you. Amen.